Online Crossroads fam. Welcome or welcome back to this episode of Crossroads. Uh, we've been talking about hard talks. And again, we've invited our parents, not because we don't think our parents are approaching these subjects, but we remember being a teenager, or maybe you're a teenager, and the thoughts go through your mind when your parents tell you their response to your suggestions or your questions or your desires. Uh, a lot of times your thoughts are, well, you're just old, well, you don't understand what it's like to be a teenager, or maybe it's, well, you're just saying that because you're my parents. What we're trying to do is to show students and parents alike uh, the frustrations of the things that we want aren't necessarily the things that we need. And the idea of what the world sells us is a beautiful picture, but a lot of times the outcome is not what what we think it's going to be. Uh, and that's, that's what this whole topic is about. That's what this whole series is about. Uh, during this episode, we're talking about social media, something that I didn't deal with when I was a kid. Uh, of course, when I was a kid, we didn't have internet. So of course, we didn't have to deal with that. Um, but we dealt with social the same in, in the same sense. Uh, the issues that our students are facing, um, we face the same issues. It is more easily available. Some of the things that we dealt with is e- more easily available now because of social media and because of uh, a computer in your hand at all times. Uh, but the, the point comes back to there has to be a decision made, a conscious decision made by each individual of what they're going to be, what they're going to represent, and the choices they're going to make. Uh, we're excited about this message. Pray that it speaks to you. I want to encourage you to go and uh, hit the like button, uh, subscribe to uh, our Crossroads series or our Crossroads um, whatever it's called. I'm sorry, it's really early in the morning and I'm on the struggle bus today. Uh, but anyway, I uh, hope this message speaks to you and as always, welcome to Crossroads. Hey, I hope you have had a wonderful day. Um, I have had a day, so glad you're here. We live in the most connected time the world has ever seen. At the touch of a finger, you can be in touch with anyone, you can be connected to anyone anywhere in the world at any moment. And in that connection, that means that there are billions of people that have opinions that come in instantly. Now, normally during this month, I would talk to you about, uh, like, let's say last week we were talking about vaping, and I told you about something stupid that I did. And, and the reason that I'm so passionate about you being here when we're doing things, I got a call yesterday. I was sitting in a doctor's office, and actually it was a text message. And that person said, hey, I turned 30 this weekend. You got to tell me what rush is. And I had no idea what they were talking about. And I just looked at the phone for the longest time. I thought, who are they trying to send that message to? I don't even know what this is about. So I sent them a bunch of question marks. They said, I'm listening to the podcast. And I went, oh, And I said, well, I hope you're not driving because I always tell folks, don't listen to our podcast when you drive because I don't want to be responsible for you falling asleep and driving off the road. So don't do that. And they said, no, 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 I pulled over to send you this message. And I said, well, thank you for listening, I guess. And they said, I love listening to what you do at Crossroads. They said, even uh, from the time I was a kid to now, I listen to it every week. I'm passionate about you being here because I was listening to a 30-year-old talk about what happened to them when they were a teenager. And through what God does in this ministry, they are still actively seeking God. That's why I'm passionate about this. That's why I think it's it's very important for us to make sure that we're here because you're going to learn things that's going to help you further yourself in life. And normally I would tell you a story about the topic we're talking about tonight and the way it was when I was your age. But we didn't have social media. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have Internet. Our social media was, hey, what are you doing after school? You go, go across the street and get a, a cherry uh, Mountain Dew? Okay. 
That was our social media. It was actually face-to-face -face talking to each other, hanging out. Now, this is our social life. And so what I want you to hear tonight is the good things and the bad things about social media. Am I one that beats the drum and says it's a horrible thing? Absolutely not. Am I one that beats the drum and says it's the most wonderful thing? Absolutely not. But it's something that we have to approach. So many people want to stay away from things like this because they're afraid they might offend somebody. I hope you know this by now, and I say this to you every week. I love you. I love you, love you, love you. And I would not say anything to make you mad. I would not intentionally ever hurt anyone's feelings. But if you're upset by what I say based on what God's Word says, I'm sorry. I love you. And I love you too much to allow you to walk into a trap. If I didn't love you, it wouldn't be inked on my arm. I love you. For the rest of my life, that's with me. You're part of me for the rest of my life. And I believe that God is going to speak something into your life through these sessions. And social media is one of these things that we have to make sure we're standing on top of. Again, like we talked about last week, the, the, the trends that happen, they're targeted towards teenagers because teenagers are in, invincible. I remember being a teenager. We don't necessarily, as teenagers, think about what's going to happen in 10, 15, 20 years. We just jump in the middle of it, again, without realizing where our landing is going to be. And when social media started up, it was not actually targeted towards teenagers. It was something for businesses. LinkedIn was the first one. And we're not going to do the full history of social media because you've grown up in that time. Um, Mr. Larry Mays and I were talking today about how uh, you guys are further along technically than we've ever been. Because y'all just automatically know stuff. Uh, I get my son to come work on my computer just because he knows how to do stuff. I don't know anything about it. You're further along than we are, but a lot of times because you've grown up with it, you haven't seen what it's done to folks throughout the years. So social media started and it was something for businesses. And we went through the MySpace time and we went through the, the Facebook time and now there are over 200 different kind of social media spots. So just a curious, what's your number one social media site? And this is not a, ooh, because I have no idea what most of them are. So raise your hand and tell me what your favorite social media spot is. Do you raise your hand or are you just airing out your pit? All right, all right. Instagram. Instagram, all right? And you're the only one that uses social media. Okay, I'll just, okay, we've got another one, okay. Snapchat, Snapchat. okay. Christian, <laughs> Christian Mingle. <laughs> That's good, Shane. That's good. Now, all right, Brody, everybody listen. Facebook. Instagram. Instagram. I looked at that table, y'all laughing and looking at each other like, I ain't going to say it. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. Now, it's amazing how shy y'all get all of a sudden. And this is not what you're going to call it out. I'm going to like, dear Lord, strike them down. I'm not, this is not that. But we got to be 100 with each other. I still love my space. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm still, I'm that, I'm that guy that is interested in social media, and it's not creepy like, hey, what are you doing? I just want to know what's going on in y'all's life. And so I get social media so I can try to keep up with you guys, but there's a new social media thing every week. And I had a pastor come to me the other day. He said, hey. You're like up on teenage things. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> he said, so do you TikTok? And I was like, 
Is that, was that what y'all saying? And I just looked at him and said, excuse me? He said, you take talk. And I was like, and I'm honestly, I'm, the, I'm sitting there going, <laughs> and I'm thinking, man, I don't even know what to say. That. How do you answer that? It's like, um, no. Because, I mean, honestly, as soon as he asked me that, I thought, that's some biblical thing I'm supposed to know. And when I say no, he's going to be like, you're going to hell. You know, I had no idea what a TikTok was. And so I said, no. And I said, I hate to be that guy, but what's TikTok? He was like, social media. And I'm like, oh. So I downloaded TikTok. <laughs> I do not have an account. <laughs> I can promise you that. Here's the thing. The, the first thing I saw absolutely almost made me wet y'all's pants. I laughed so hard. There's this, I don't know who it is. I still hadn't looked at it long enough to figure out any of this stuff, but it's a dog. And this dude looks at this dog. He says, hey, did you eat my donut? No. And it, I laughed. And today, before all this started tonight, I said, I just wonder what's on TikTok. <laughs> and so I pull up TikTok, and it's the dog again. And that dog, man, he just owns me. And I don't know who it is, but I want to meet this person and go, man, you're awesome. So I saw, what was that? I heard something. Okay, Penny? The dog's name's Penny? Penny the dog. Absolutely owned me. And I was laughing so hard. Now, again, I'm new to, to this social media place. So I don't have any idea. So I swipe up. And then it's two people doing like some kind of patty cake thing. Right? And then they get through patty cake and they do a pitiful example of kid and play. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Y'all know kid and play. So... So I watched that, and they like, ka, 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 and they're doing all this dance stuff. And I'm watching, and I go, that wasn't as funny as the dog. <laughs> okay. And I swap out the next one, and there's two teenage girls in their cheerleading outfit. And immediately, I'm just kind of really uncomfortable. And again, I don't have an account. I tried to figure out who maybe some of y'all were. I don't know how to even look you up. So I, I don't know where these people are from. I don't have any idea. All I know is I want to meet the dog. That's all I know. <laughs> But these two girls in a cheerleading outfit, and you see them up close to their phone, I guess, and they back away, and they start lip-syncing to one of the most horrible songs I've ever heard. Now, I grew up in horrible music time. I grew up, we could talk about that sometime, right? It was, they, they started warning labels on music when I was a teenager. Now, I didn't cause it, but I mean, it was my time when they were saying that stuff. But I'm watching these two teenage girls, and they're lip-syncing to a song that was all about sex and exactly what they were going to be doing. And my jaw hit the ground. It's one of those things where when I was watching it, I was thinking, if someone walked in my office right now, I'd get fired on the spot. And as soon as it stopped, they backed away and just started laughing. <laughs> and I was like, man. So I swap up from that, going, maybe, I, maybe the dog's back. I don't know. <laughs> And it was this teenage boy, a little like, and he's standing, and he says, hey, mom, watch this. And he takes his mom back, and this song starts playing, and it's another horrible, horrible thing. And it's very sexually graphic. And she goes, oh, I can't believe you're listening to that. And then they both start laughing, and the video stopped. And I was like, I remember when I was a kid, again, y'all don't know nothing about Cheech and Chong. I was watching the Cheech and Chong movie, and my father walked in the house. 
And I thought, well, I'm going to die now. <laughs> and they're like, oh, the lay, you know. And so I'm watching Cheech and Chong, and a cuss word comes out in the movie. And my dad looked at the TV and went, huh. And I thought, oh, he's about to grab the TV and kill me with it. I was horrified because there was a cuss word. And the stuff that I'm seeing now that is accepted, it blows my mind. Now, does that mean Kenny thinks TikTok is evil? No, because the dog is hilarious. <laughs> there's good things and there's bad things in social media. The question is, is what is your social media life about? You know, as adults, if, if, if an adult is doing social media, most people now, they're saying, like, parents and grandparents are on Facebook. Very true point. There is, um, there's some grandmothers that they comment on everything imaginable. Because, you know, they're retired. I can't believe president did that. How could they blame president for that? They found her. They didn't found her. You got all kind of stuff that everybody wants to comment on. So, and then we go to the Instagram world. I like Instagram. I think it's kind of fun because I'm able to keep up with some, what some of my friends do. And so as I'm watching Instagram, most adults, it's like pictures of their food. <laughs> or it's pictures of their family doing things. Or it's, it's pictures of their favorite sporting team. Cool. What is your Instagram life about? And here's what I see. Some of the most beautiful pictures imaginable. And I'm not exaggerating. I love to see pictures of you guys. But it's really funny to me because a couple years ago, if you were going to take a picture, you, you ladies, you're going to have to do this. You got to get your hand on your hip. Go, ka, ka, ka. You got to do one of them, right? And then you got to, and you can't smile with your teeth. You got, ha, like you're surprised because your eyebrows got to go, ah. that was the thing. That was a couple of years ago. That was a couple of years ago. Then, a little while later, you got to go on and kick that leg back behind you like, I, 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 <laughs> Same thing. Now, from what I see, you got to go, you got to tilt your head one side or the other. And I watch that and I go, man, how do you keep up with how you're supposed to do your picture? Because like I told you before, we were in New York and there was a group of girls that were like, hey, Brother Kenny, would you take a picture of us? I was like, yeah, I'll take a picture. Here you go, no, 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 no. I said, what is it? Oh, I wasn't looking right. I said, well, you were looking here. No, 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 no. Look, look. And I was like, what's wrong with it? <laughs> Just take another one. 35 minutes later, I'm about to throw a phone through Times Square. I'm like, I ain't taking no more pictures. But Brother Kenny, my eye was closed. Well, go on Photoshop your other eyeball in or something. I, mm. We got to make sure it's perfect. We got to make sure it's perfect. That's the craziest thing to me. Because pictures of me, it's, they ain't nothing perfect, all right? And I mean, I couldn't Photoshop nothing good about this. So what are we trying to show through our social media? Take your Bibles, if you would, and turn to Hebrews chapter 13. So how many of you have two different social media sites or apps on your phone? How many of you say you have two? How many of you have three? Four? <laughs> so you're just going, I don't know. Uh, five? You got five? You got five. How many? Anybody got six? Okay. I'm just curious. I have no idea. I had a student two years ago say, you need to start a Snapchat. I was like, what's a Snapchat? It's like, you do this and do this. And people, blah, blah, blah. And I still don't understand Snapchat. 
So I said, okay, I'll do Snapchat. And I've never done, I think I've posted one thing on Snapchat. I don't even know what it does. Um, I send stuff through Facebook, and I hope some of you see that. And it's like stuff from Crossroads. Um, how many of you use TikTok? And again, you might love the dog too. This is, this is no condemnation. This is a no, this is judge-free zone. All right, how many of you uh, would say that uh, TikTok's your number one? That's what you use most. Okay, Instagram, Graham. Instagram, sorry, that was terrible. Instagram, Facebook, right now, every TikTok, no. That's for old folks. Only the old folks. So there are over 200 different social media sites. The number one thing still is Facebook. Over uh, 300 billion, no, over 3 billion people use, uh, use Facebook. Instagram was number two at 1.7 something billion people. And then it started trickling down from that. Uh, TikTok wasn't even on the radar. That's still too new. Um, there was something called Google Plus. That was one of the top five that's being used. And I've heard of that, but I have, any of y'all do Google Plus? Okay, I have no idea what that is. Uh, YouTube was the, the fourth biggest one. And I'm on YouTube every day. I love some YouTube. I'm sorry. I pray every day. And when I stop praying, I look at YouTube for 12 seconds. That's what I do. I'm a youth pastor. I, I drink coffee and watch YouTube. But there are some great things on YouTube. There are some horrible things on YouTube. But the question is, again, what are we doing with our social media life? Hebrews chapter 13. Um, let's do verses 15 and 16. Once you get it, hit it. Therefore by him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But do not forget to do good and to share for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. Thank you. This is the word of God. Let's pray before we get into it. Father, thank you for your words. Father, thank you for truths that have been preserved for us so we might be able to find direction for ourselves, uh, find instructions for our life, but most of all, find the love that you have for us. God, I pray as we're here tonight, as we look at a social media topic, God, that we would understand the, the value that's found in that. And God, I pray we'd understand the responsibility that we have as followers of Christ to do something with that. God, I pray that you be glorified in our time that we have together. And Lord, I just pray that as we're here, God, that you would speak to our hearts. And Lord, we would leave here changed. Father, may you be glorified in all that takes place. Amen. So, in reading that verse, there are so many truths in there that just really punch me right between the eyes. But one of the things that is said is to make sure that we are doing good for others. And one of the things that, that I can't wrap my mind around is in an instant, you have the opportunity to reach hundreds of thousands of people. In an instant, you can do that. The question was asked years ago, when will Christ come back? It's always asked, when is Christ going to come back? And there are people that say, well, it's going to happen. It says that when everyone has had the chance to hear the gospel. And about eight years ago, probably longer than that, it's probably about 15 years ago, um, Billy Graham did a crusade. If I'm not mistaken, he was in South Africa when he did it. But it was the first crusade that was uh, simulcast throughout the whole world. And it said that he had the opportunity to speak to the whole world at once. And it was something that was beyond comprehension. Years ago, we had a man from the Billy Graham crusade that came here, and he spoke to us, and he was a really older gentleman. 
can't think of his name. But it was just amazing to listen to what they did because when Billy Graham first started, radio was the only thing. And they talked about how they had to just fancy wires together to try to get it to go throughout the county. And then before long, they were able to get it throughout the whole United States. And before long, they were sending the signal across the, the ocean. And Billy Graham's message of Christ was able to go throughout the world. And today, in an instant, you can take your phone and in a matter of seconds, you can reach the world. I talked to you about Philip Williams calling me from Baghdad one day. That still blows my mind that someone could call me from the other side of the world. It's no big deal to y'all because y'all have grown up with technology like that. But in my mind, I just doesn't, that, I can't understand that. Uh, my wife has a cousin and his job when he was working for NASA, he had to figure out how to make it to where astronauts could call home from outer space. That was his job. He would go to work every day and he would play on a computer to try to figure out how to make a phone dial from outer space to home. That was his job. That blows my mind. Yet today, we've got phones and we touch one button and we're exposed to the world and the world is exposed to us. What is the message that we send through our social media? And I want you to understand, again, this is not a condemnation or anything. This is a, I need to try to protect my babies because the world is crazy. I had a man talking to me today. He was talking about one of the programs that we use here at West End. Our media presentation program is called ProPresenter. And Ms. Paula has been talking to me about, could we do this? Could we do this? Could we do this? And we're trying to figure out how to do some certain things. She said, can we do this program and we can send it to a cloud and it can blah, 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 blah. And so one of our tech guys comes to me and says, hey, I'm kind of concerned about that. I said, why? He said, because you're going to put it in the cloud. I said, okay. He said, but that just kind of opens the door for people to get in there. I said, so they're going to find our song playlist? He said, Kenny, if they can access that playlist, they can access our church. And I thought, oh, I've never thought about that. And in an instant, because of something you look up online, people know what's going on in your life. People know where you are, where you're not. You know, it's kind of scary. Have you ever been talking about something and then you pick up your phone and there's instantly an ad about it? Talking about creeping you out? Freaks me out. That's why my phone's closed today, because last two weeks ago, I think it was, my phone was open. I said something serious. I'm sorry, I didn't understand. Because you heathen, Siri? I ain't talking to you. It's crazy. The world is at our footstep, and we have to keep that in mind because the world is not all good. There is bad in the world, and that's something that we have to be aware of. Again, social media is not a bad thing if we make sure it's not a bad thing. What is your social media life? God gives you the opportunity to share Christ in all that you do. Is your social media got anything about God or is it strictly about yourself? One of the most dangerous things we can do is get caught up in ourselves. Because as a follower of Christ, we are told to be Christ-like. Christ was a servant. His whole purpose was to serve. What do you serve? Is it for Christ or is it for yourself? Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. We don't think about sacrifice much, probably. That's something that, that we have heard. That's something we, we, we hear from time to time. But you got to understand there's different levels of sacrifice. When Christ speaks of sacrifice, let's, let's face it, he understands what sacrifice is. He gave his life. But for us in America, a sacrifice for us might be not getting an extra Coke during the day or not getting uh, six chicken nuggets, only getting four. I don't know if you can do that. I don't know. 
maybe a sacrifice for us is turning the TV off and going to bed a little bit early. But a sacrifice, irregardless of how big or how small it is, is something that we're called to do for the glory of God. And if sacrifice means that we change our format on what social media is in our life, then so be it. For the majority of people, our whole purpose in social media is to find out what's going on around us. The definition of social media, if we were to break it down, social is relating to society and needing companionship. Media is simply mass communication. So by definition, we're looking at social media as a desire for people to not be alone by communicating with the masses. Our desire is to not be alone. Whatever it takes for us to not be alone. And social media is one of those things that draws us together. Now, again, as a teenager, we didn't have that option. But we did have the same exact mentality as you because we were teenagers too. And the thing is, is in teenagers, crazy things happen. I was talking to Brother James today, and he was telling me about one of his students when he was a youth pastor. And he was telling me about something they did. And he said, I just looked at him and said, that was the dumbest thing in the world. And I looked at him and said, did you do dumb stuff when you were a teenager? He was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he told me some of the things. John, I ain't going to tell you. You probably know some of the story. But he told me some of the things that he did. And I was like, yeah, that's dumb, brother James. <laughs> you know? We're te- teenagers. We do crazy things. One of the things that we do as teenagers is we want to know how far we can push things. Yeah. Right now, some of your parents are up here and you're going, no, not me. Hallelujah. Yes, you do. We want to know how far we can push things. When your mama tells you don't touch something as a child, you're like, okay. I told you to. Touch that thing. My mother told me, don't touch it. <laughs> there was a reason. She told me not to touch it. It was hot. There was a reason. When your parents are warning you about things, it's not because they don't want you to have fun. It's for protection. But as teenagers, we want to see how far we can push it. When I first got my driver's license, I want to see how far I could push it. Understanding I wasn't going to be able to speed because the hoopty I was driving barely would crank. There was a very good chance if the brakes didn't work, all I'd have to do is open the door and go, skirk. It wouldn't have hurt. We just barely rolled. But I want to see how far I could push it. So I pulled up to a red light. <laughs> 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 Cruise around through the red light. I was like, your boy grown, man. I'm a, I'm a thug breaking the law, right? And so I drove through the red light. I was like, woo. I was like, oh, gosh. I got a ticket two weeks after I got my driver's license. Kenny, you know why I pulled you over? And I was like, uh, no, sir. I knew. He said, did you not see that red light? I said, yes, sir. He said, you got your license? Yes, sir. It's in my pocket. He said, no, keep it in your pocket. He said, so you got your license. Yes, sir. That means you passed the test. Yes, sir. That means you understand that red means stop. Yes, sir. He said, all right, now go and get your license. I got my license. He said, I'll be right back. And I was like, oh, I hope you don't call my daddy. Because my daddy's a professional truck driver. He knows every rule. He's going to kill me with his five sandwich hands. He's going to smack me. Policeman comes back, hands me a nice love letter. and says, I'll see you in court or you can pay the fine. And I went home. And my mother looked at me. She said, how was your night? It's fine. Anything exciting happened? No, well. <laughs> I forgot my parents have a scanner. Y'all don't know what that means. That means they would sit there and listen to the policeman. 5-0 rolling through my house on their radio. And my father's listening. He goes, 1981 LTD. Huh. 
Sounds like the car we got. <laughs> it was. So when my mama asked me, was there anything exciting happening? Well, and it wasn't exciting. But I wanted to push the limit. I wanted to see how close I could get to the edge without getting hurt. I mean, we all do that, right? Like when there's a good fire and you're cold. You don't, I mean, you can feel it from a long way off. You're like, boy, that feels good. Mm, that feels even better. Gone. Mm -hmm. And before long, you're like, ha, hoo, ha. That's hot. You want to get as close as you can, but you don't want to get hurt. Not intentionally. But then there's sometimes you go, you know what? Let me just go on and step across the line and see what happens. And if you get away with it, you're enticed to do it more. But if it hurts you, if you've got half a brain, you realize I was in the wrong. I shouldn't be doing that anyway. Social media, the things that are posted, the comments that are made. One of the things you've got to realize is that if you claim to be a follower of Christ, people watch you nonstop because they're wanting to see a fault in you so they can feel better about themselves. If I see a Christian lose their mind, then I would feel better about losing my mind because, well, they say they're a Christian. They ain't no better than I am. You're right. We're not. I'm a follower of Christ, and I am a stupid follower of Christ most of the time. But every day I'm trying to get better. I don't toe the line anymore because I know how bad it hurts. But in social media, a lot of times, I see adults posting things. And I'm like, would you please grow up? Posting things about high school kids and sports. Posting things that are intentionally set out to hurt people. And I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? And one of the biggest reasons people find safety in doing that is because they're sitting behind a computer or they're on their phone. They wouldn't dare say it to somebody's face. Mm, grow up. If you got a beef, settle it. Unfortunately, settle it now. It's kick, 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 kick. You know, it's crazy. But as teenagers, the things that you say about people, and I, I will say this, this is not directed strictly to you. This is teenagers in general. I've got students all over the Southeast that I've had the privilege of working with. And some of the things that I see them posting, it drives me batty. Because I'm like, man, I remember you crying your eyes out talking about how blessed you are because of what God's done in your life. And now you are slamming everything that Christ stands for because you've gotten enlightened or because it's the popular thing to do. One of the things that one of the trends that we see in social media is as soon as something gets several million hits, it's instantly the most popular thing. We've usually not done any research into it. We usually don't have any idea what it's about until we're already stepped into it. And we decide that that's what we want because the world has approved it. And talking with Brother James this morning, he was trying to tell me about some singer. And he said, Pharrell, Pharrell, Pharrell. And I said, okay, I think I know who you're talking about. He said, he sang some song with some thick guy. And I was like, blurred lines. He said, yeah. He said, I saw the headline. He said, I had no idea what the song was about. So I clicked on the headline and I read it. And he said, I think his name's Pharrell Williams. Is that right? Used to wear the weird hats. He said, I got this song pushed to me. I sang it, and he said, it wasn't until we were sitting in production that I came to an understanding of what that song was about. I just liked the hook. I liked what my part was. And I thought, well, what the heck? I'll do it. 
He's going to make millions of dollars off of it. Why not? Me? Until I'm on an elevator with 30-year-old women that are singing that song and laughing about what it means. I didn't realize what it meant until then. So even as adults, our choices have to be wise. And one of the most beautiful things that God has given us is the ability to make choices based on what's right and wrong. You know, a dog can't do that. A dog cannot do that. If you set a bowl of antifreeze down and a bowl of milk down, that dog's going to go over and drink the antifreeze because it smells sweet to them, not knowing that that's going to kill them. And you look at a dog and you go, you stupid dog, why would you do something like that? I'll tell you why. They don't know any better. But you know what? We know better. So what's our excuse for allowing our social media to be run over by what the world approves instead of what God approves? Again, this is not a slam on anything other than an encouragement for you to use your social media for what's right, for glorifying God through what he's blessed you with. I ran into a young lady the other day, didn't run into her because I would kill someone, but I just saw her and I walked up and she said, well, hey, Brother Kenny, and she smiled. I said, girl, your smile just made my day. And she said, ah, that's so sweet. I said, no, for real. I've been having one of them days where I just want to drive my Jeep like out and just keep going. And I said, just that smile helped me so much. And she said, well, thank you. That kind word, that kind smile that she gave me. A kind word through your social media. We'll put pictures of ourselves doing everything in the world. But when it comes to glorifying God through our pictures, are we? I mean, taking a picture of our scripture, but then we got 75 pictures of us with our best friends. What about what God's doing in your life? Instead of getting on social media and going, hey, what do you think about me? What do you think about what God's doing? What's the best thing God's done in your life? Using that and you're going, Kenny, you're such a nerd. You're exactly right. But my desire through social media is to glorify God. The whole reason we started the, the Who I Am video so people can see what God's doing in your life because it is difficult for us to have those face-to-face -face conversations. I'll be the first to admit that. It's tough. It's tough through teenage years. It's tough as adults to sit down and go, let me tell you what God's doing in my life because we know that people are watching us. But we all agree that it's easy for us to post something. So what are we posting that boasts on what God is? Or is it strictly about ourselves? Is it a narcissistic world that's just got us wrapped up that we think the only thing we need to glorify is ourselves? Or do we do something with this social media? This opportunity to do what is good. There's one, one translation that says, to do what is good for those that don't. You've got a world of people that need to see the glory of God. And you could shine that light through your social media presence. Um, I don't have any idea which one of you is the most popular social media person in Chilton County. I have no idea. I had one girl come up to me. She said, I've got 20,000 followers. And I was like, okay. And she says stuff about her friends and all of my friends. And I said, do you know these folks? Well, no. And a lot of times we get confused social media with reality. Because a lot of times all it takes is somebody to post a picture of you doing something you shouldn't be doing. And you realize that, you know what? All these people that are my friends, they're just waiting for a chance to hurt me. A picture says a thousand words. A picture speaks a thousand words. However that goes. A picture is a thousand, whatever. Worth, worth a thousand words. But you know, how many of those thousand words could be hateful towards you? Because here's the thing. If you're popular... 
People are going to look for any imperfection they can find, and they're going to just slam you because of it. It gets to where it could hurt really bad. But here's another thing. Today, in the world we live in, something you say as a teenager could be taken 20, 30, 40 years down the road and rip your life apart. Things that we're seeing trending through social media, when our governor, who is Governor Kay Ivey, and she's about that tall, and she's old. She's got to be 170, 180. Oh, sorry, Governor Ivey, if you see this, I'm... So, but something she did when she was in college, something that she was a part of when she was in college that was socially acceptable in that day, today is not acceptable, and people are calling for her to quit her job because of something she did when she was a teenager in college that was acceptable then. And as teenagers, we're like, whatever, man. No. Because who knows what's accepted today might not be accepted when you're an adult. And what if in 20 or 30 years, you've got your family and God calls you to a glorious position of being something huge. And somebody sees one of your posts from when you were a teenager. No longer can you say, well, I was just a kid because it doesn't matter. It can immediately be offensive to someone. And because one person is offended, it could wreck your life. We are seeing people's lives torn apart because of things that they posted when they were in high school. We're seeing families torn apart because of things that are posted through social media. We're seeing divorces that happen because of social media. We're seeing all kind of horrible things, people being killed because of things that are posted on social media. We've got to understand that there's a dangerous side to social media. But there's also a beautiful side to social media. The question is, is what are you doing with your social media? Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. And do not forget to do good, to share with others, for with such sacrifices, God is pleased. One of my greatest desires is to hear God say, well done. One of my biggest fears is to stand before God and he pull up the God iPad and pull up my social media and go, show me where's my son. You remember when you said, I want to give my life to Jesus? I don't see a whole lot of my son on your stuff. You've got the opportunity to share Christ with thousands of people through what you do through social media. My prayer for you is that you would take that opportunity. And that you would do something with your social media presence. Again, this is not a slam. Right now, half of you are probably going, okay, we're going to unfriend or blog him. I don't care. Because here's the thing. I can encourage you to do that. But at some point, you have to be the one to make the choice of what you're standing for. My parents encouraged me to drive properly. But at some point, I chose not to do that. My father encouraged me not to go play in the hayfield, but I chose to do it. And I ended up getting hurt pretty bad. At some point, the choice is on us. What will you choose? Let's pray. God, thank you for the time that we have together. 
Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Reach out to us through our social media. Go to KennyCrossroads.com and you can find all our places where you can get in contact with us. Or feel free to drop by sometime. Meet us at West End Baptist Church, Clanton, Alabama, or drop by on a Wednesday night at Crossroads, which is on the campus of West End Baptist Church. Love to hear from you. Love to just see what you're getting from this. And as always, thank you for being a part of Crossroads.